you know, I'm not really sure whether you know it's our smartphones listening to us and serving up the same ads to me and Sam at Duh. the same time. Of course it is. There's some sort of a coincidence here that's going because Sam and I are buying the same. Not only are we buying the same electronics, but they're they're being served up to us that's at the same time. At the same time. Sweetness. Yeah, that's Jody. Not a coincidence. It is marketing in the most unbelievable way. Um, if they're you remember listening. on the uh, after the show podcast the other day, I was talking about buying that little gadget for my for my dog Gus and for Hank for Bailey. Bailey's dog. Little mm-hmm. little it's like a um a tile you put on the dog's collar and that way you can keep track of him if he ever gets away. Right. That's a Love great it. idea. And yeah. I told you that I bought that because it was one of those things that popped up in my Instagram feed. Right. And it I knows. followed it down the hole and it's like, <laughs> eh, well that ain't bad. Sure, gotcha. why not? Yeah. Well then after we talk about that, one of these things pops up. It's called a Wi Fi endoscope. Okay. And it's a little what, camera on that? a little camera on the yeah. end of a wire, and then you can hook it up to your laptop or your phone or your tablet For or whatever. What reason? The little t- it's a little tiny camera on a wire, so you can snake it down anywhere and see things. Yeah, don't you? Know, I've got one of those, Jody. That's why I'm surprised she, she didn't do. recognize that because you know. I'm sorry. When you well, start talking tech, you know I tune out. There's the humor in it because I took a, a picture of it and I sent it to Murphy, and it's like this is the kind of stuff that pops up in my links and social feeds. I don't need it, but right. <laughs> so I get back the response. Surprise! Wait for it. I already have one. Duh. <laughs> Look, if it's cool and gadgety, he probably already does have it. Well, but it was for a practical purpose. I was trying to fix what they call puck lights underneath the cabinet, and it was very narrow space. I couldn't see up there, and I'm like, what, what? am I going to do? Right, exactly. It would be you nice. You could ask me to hold the light. If I could That's find I... something to go in there. Hmm. The old school way would be say, babe, can you come hold this light for me for two seconds? No, you can't get the light up in there. I mean, it's it's a oh, it's an okay. inch tall. There's no way to, to get oh, anything in there. Now I remember and you talking actually, about this Actually, the, the truth about this, Sam, the reason I bought it is because, do you remember when... You know, two summers ago when the rat got in my car and chewed oh, yeah, its way yeah, through yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. And so the guy who was telling me, yeah, man, you got a little hole here. He had used a, a little snake camera kind of a thing like that. I'm oh, like, I no. need one of these. And that's all it took. That's right. He just had to wait for the justification to come along. So, you know, the only thing is they recommend you not use these for self-medical exams. <laughs> everything else. Gross. Everything else is fine. Grow up. What are you going to use yours for, Sam? <laughs> well, there goes not my that. reason for using it. <laughs> All right, coming up today, more of your parenting fails, like Sam forgot to pick up Jackson the other day. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, good or bad, you can tell us. 877-310-4MSJ. We've got good news on Haley uh, Bailey's dog, Hank. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Um, Aaron Paul, first one of the morning. Aaron Paul talks the Breaking Bad movie. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You know, as a lot of people, when we started watching Breaking Bad, the TV show, and binging it, a lot of, well, a lot of my girlfriends were like, wow, Aaron Paul, we're in love with Aaron Paul. Like, I did not, in the first episode, I as thought, a person who is this or little a character? punk? Just as a character, the Jesse Pinkman character. Well, and you and I were late wow. to that party, Jody, by a couple of years, you know? We were very late to it, but it doesn't matter. We finished it. We we binged that show like it was our job. Yeah. Ridiculousness. Um, it was so binge-worthy. So Aaron Paul, who played Jesse Pinkman, he was at this big film festival over the weekend. And no matter what he's working on, you know what questions come his way. Breaking Bad movie. What can you tell us? What do you know? Well, he must be under some serious orders not to speak about it at all because all he said was that there are a lot of rumors flying around. But rumors are funny. He said, I once heard I was being cast as Han Solo. Hmm. Ha ha ha. Um, he says that he can't really talk about the fact that there may or may not be a Breaking Bad movie in the works, but he really wants to be a part of it. I'm thinking, like you Pinocchio. are the movie. Yeah. 
<laughs> he didn't say a darn thing except that hey if you're not caught up on the series you you got to know if there is a movie it has to star me right basically he's saying hello the other guy didn't make it <laughs> allegedly he's saying that but he must i mean we know that it's been confirmed that it's coming and that they're working on it but he didn't confirm anything about his involvement which yeah. i don't like I well, need to hear that it's the Jesse story. He's doing a great job of yeah. uh, hiding it. He also had to probably sign things in triplicate, you know? Yeah. Oh, I will so not right. share. I will not share. I know he's really talented and super, you know, wonderful, but I really need, I want to see him as Jesse Pinkman again. And he's supposed to be on the next season of Westworld, too. Oh, right. On HBO. And that's a big deal mm-hmm. for those fans. Okay, moving on to, uh, I can't help but talk about the Jonas Brothers as often as possible. I'm a sucker for you. That new song and video, mm-hmm. so great. Okay, so, you know, Nick Jonas is the one with that beautiful falsetto right there that you hear. Yeah. It's perfection. And he is also the one who is now married to Priyanka Chopra. Who has uh, a nice falsetto, too. <laughs> <laughs> she, he says, and you may pick this up in music news soon, Sam, that he says they may collaborate together and produce some music because she has a beautiful voice, oh. too. And that there's a lot of singing and dancing in their home, so why not? I don't know if she was a singer. He says he can definitely. I, I she's definitely def- a looker. I just <laughs> said nice falsetto. You weren't listening to me, were you? <laughs> so maybe there's something there. Maybe we'll get to hear her sing on the documentary because the Jonas Brothers will be giving the world a documentary about their getting back together right. really soon. Cool. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, you're Hollywood Outsider. Okay, who sleeps with the nightlight? I love them. Um, is it good to sleep with one or not? I'll tell you about that next. You know, we were talking about um, not snoozing, like to sleep better and get yourself on a better schedule that you should not snooze. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, fine. I'll stop snoozing and I'll get up first thing, which I did this morning. Good. Whatever. I snoozed once for five minutes. And you know, I don't know how this happened in those five minutes when I snoozed back out. I dreamt about a, sna- a, a steak, not a snake. <laughs> I dreamt about a steak. You really went back into REM sleep for five minutes? I don't know supposedly how. Supposedly that's not possible. Well, unless I was kind of like, just, I don't know why. I wasn't actively craving a steak. I just was like, wow, there's Sounds a steak. like you are. And yeah. then the, my alarm went off again. Okay, so I'm reading all this stuff, and you know what else I came across? What? You know how much I love nightlights? Yeah. I say that because I have, um, I had a really sweet nightlight when I was a little girl that my Uncle Roy gave me as a gift once. Murphy, you don't know this. No. It was I ceramic, and it was really pretty and feminine looking, and there was a little... Um, de- in I don't know indention in the top where you're supposed to put like oil or perfume oil or something like that to make your whole room smell great. And this was like one of those little ones it you was plug the into Cincy the wall, of then. huh? It's like a little one you plug into the wall. You plug in into the wall. It was it looked like the size of a small lamp, but it was a nightlight, mm-hmm. and it just made me feel precious. It was beautiful. It lit up my room with a soft light nightlight. Um, and I like to sleep. I, I love it for children who need that soothing thing. Well, you know I have a nightlight obsession. Kind of you do, but that's for safety reasons. All over the house, well, right? I mean, to me, they're LED. They don't burn a whole lot of electricity. You know, I mean, they're, any any walkway is covered. So, you know, no matter where you go in the night in you our see house. what's up. It, you're, it's like going down the runway. You yeah. Know? <laughs> sleep with a nightlight, Sam? I have them in the house. I don't have them in my room. My room, I want pitch dark, black. Dark. I even have those darkening curtains and everything. So nothing can get in. Well, apparently you're doing it right. But outside of my room, like in the kitchen and elsewhere in the house, I have them. That's smart. Okay, so yeah, according to the National Sleep Foundation, sleeping in the dark lights out is better for a good night's sleep. It messes with your natural rhythms. It messes with your body's ability to produce melatonin and all this stuff. 
So it's hmm. like, really? I've been, we've been doing it wrong. We're snoozing, Murphy, and we got a, we have a little, we, we keep a nightlight in the bathroom yeah, of our It's in room. the bathroom. We don't have a nightlight in our room, but I think there's enough so light that comes enough. to our bedroom windows at night that it lights the room up a little. <laughs> I don't see how just a little nightlight's going to screw with your sleeping, though. Anyway, they're saying if you're trying to get the best possible lights out. Mm. So you, you're doing it right, Sam. Murphy, we're not. Call or text us, 877-310-4MSJ. So, uh, Jody Robbins on the same page with you in the Not So Serious Book Club, no pun intended. Uh-huh. She's next. Having more fun for you this afternoon, another Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast. We do that right after the show. I know that's a big surprise, <laughs> uh, but it's only something that you will get on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast, so come hang out with us later. 877-310-4MSJ. we love to hear from you anytime. What's going on, Robin? Hey. Good morning. Hey. Um, I just wanted I just wanted to tell Jody, thank you so much for doing the book club segment. Oh, yay. I was, um, I was listening... Well, I listen to you to y'all every morning on my way to school, but yeah. it must have been a month or two ago now when you were talking about the art of racing in the rain. Right. And that weekend, I was out just shopping with my husband and my daughter, and I stopped at Barnes & Noble, and I picked it up. And unfortunately, I haven't finished it yet, because like I said, I'm in school, and I don't get a lot of time to read. Sure, right. But I love it. I yeah. love what I've read so far. I'm about halfway through. Look, look, we're in the same spot, Robin. Let me tell you what's up. <laughs> I recommended that because it spoke to me immediately. I thought, oh, the dog narrates? I'm in. Because yep. that's so different. Ooh. And it is beautiful. Yeah. But my, here's the deal. Here's the reason I haven't finished it. I have a dog who's on her last legs right now. So to speak. She's 13. Yep. And I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can read this right now. <laughs> you it's, know? It's. It's tough. I have a uh, I have a 15 year old dog. Oh yeah, you're gonna have to probably finish the book before me right now, just because I'm I'm on the I'm on to the other one, The Mountain Between Us, which I love. It's so good. So yeah, is that we will. A movie? Yes, it is a it movie. It was a movie. Yeah. It was a movie with Idris Elba, hello, yeah. and Kate Winslet. Now I've heard it's not. It doesn't live up because I can tell you I can't really put the book down. It's really that good. I was thinking it sounded familiar. Yeah. So read the book when you finish Racing in the Rain. <laughs> I have to finish this one first, and I yeah. have no idea what it's going to I know, I know. Well, call us back when you finish, okay, Robin? I uh, will do, and please keep sending me more book ideas. I <laughs> promise I will. I promise. Thanks so much. I love y'all. Oh, thank you, Robin. We appreciate the phone call. Um, you know what? There is a little bit of good news. I'm guess I'm guessing you don't want to read this because you don't want to jinx it because our our oldest boxer Ashley is she's kind of turned a corner over the last couple of days. I don't Madison. know how long it's going, but yeah. she's she's walking again, and you know, oh she's, good. She's it's slow. She's moving, but you know, but it's slowly. But her medicine's kicked in, which <clears> is what we want. We want to make her as comfortable as possible. But I see how that would be a spot you wouldn't want to go in a book right now. Yeah, of that. I, I, but I still recommend it. Okay. Check Check them all out. MurphySamAndJody.com. Thank you, Robin. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. I had an update on Bailey's dog, Hank, the ultimate escape artist. Be sure to like our Facebook page today, and you can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, by the way, when you do both, you'll get notifications of new posts and new videos and all that. And uh, it gives us another way to kind of hang out later today. Okay, Producer Bailey, Yeah, give us the update on Hank, the ultimate escape artist. I mean, for you, 
dog ownership has been quite a roller coaster. Uh, yeah, it's been, uh, I hate to say this, but it's been rough. <laughs> <laughs> we of love course. that you said it. Yeah. Of course it has. No, yeah. I didn't give him that line. No. Yeah. <laughs> Nicely delivered. That's okay. so, what Sam would say. Yeah. yeah, within three days of actually adopting Hank, he was gone for two weeks. It was horrible. And it was, yeah, that was a nightmare and a half, and I really didn't enjoy that. And then I got him back for another three, four weeks, I think. Right. I Yeah, I don't, I don't know how long that was, but then he got out again. This time, instead of being let out by a roommate, he was. Uh, we were actually on a walk, and mm-hmm. he ran away while we were on the walk. How did he get away from you? Did um, you accidentally put the leash down? Is that what happened? No, I was holding the leash, and he got scared, and it. he just yanked away from my grip. Instead of it being around your wrist, you just had it in your hand? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was just in my hand. Yeah. So okay, okay. Uh, when he ran... Uh, somebody said that they saw him like two hours after I had Started last looking. seen him. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that was the last time that he was seen for another week. Um, but okay, but last night dun, dun, got dun. a call and they said the person on the other end of the line said that Hank is in my backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, and they gave me their address, and that address was across the street from my house. Oh, wow. that's crazy. What luck. Yeah. He's just, he was close. He just loves to gallivant. He really well. does. Yeah. He just Maybe. loves to hang around and run around and be free. Maybe yeah. you should consider renting him instead of owning him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you yeah. go, is he hungry? Is he dirty? Is he happy to see you? What's the deal? Uh, well, he was, whenever I actually went into their backyard and mm-hmm. I approached him, I had to be very, very gentle about it because he was just back and forth in the backyard. He looked like he was about to go back into the ditch where he was coming no. from. Yeah. It was really, it okay. was difficult, but eventually he came to me. New precautions, yeah. right? Yeah. You got to have to do a new game with him. Yeah, I think today plan. I'm going to go get him more food and I'm going to get him one of those harness things that can attach to my waist. Yeah, should be really nice. If he goes gallivanting again, you're going to go with him too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't show up, yeah. we'll know. You and Hank are just <laughs> out seeing right. the world. We're going to be looking for both of you in the yeah. woods. Well, look. <laughs> Good thing is I have a tile on my keys, so won't be a big deal. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh God, we can find you. Yeah. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. Pretty Little Liars getting a spinoff that is perfect for right now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Do you see that um, Robin Roberts, who co-hosts Good Morning America, will now MC the opening night of the 2019 NFL Draft? Oh, cool. The annual three-day event, uh, making its move from ESPN to ABC, so that's why she's in. But realize, if you go back, she started either at ESPN or in sports in general. You yeah. you might know this better than me, Sam. But she did get her start in sports, so she's going to be super comfortable there. And, you know, I mean, she's going to conduct interviews. They're doing this all live from Nashville. She's going to She's um, going to do great that. at that. I know. Um, the fact that it's a three-day experience is crazy. And they're going to, ABC's going to air as much of it as possible. You mm-hmm. won't have to miss a single pick, a single thing. Hmm. Okay? The way that they're going to do it, as opposed to the way ESPN used to do it. I thought it was a couple of days, at least. Uh, yeah. Well, the important one is the first day. And then okay, after that, right. it's like, okay, you, know, you might make a team. And then after that, it's like, all right, who's left? Okay. Well, all three <laughs> days on ABC, co-hosted by Robin Roberts. But I say that, you know, you know, the third day is really not that important. But remember, Tom Brady went how far down the list? I don't know. I don't know this sort of stuff, but you're right. You never know yeah. what kind of future superstar you may be looking at on that third day. Okay, moving ahead. You guys know the, uh, the show Pretty Little Liars. Mm-hmm. This time, you are smarter and you're stronger. It could be anybody hiding in plain sight. 
They want me to use a non-denial denial. I've never so de- delved into this one, but I've got friends who do not miss it and binge it like it's their job. Yeah. So Pretty Little Liars is getting a spinoff series. Did you hear this? No. Called The Perfectionist. Oh, you you know it's One of the girls is spinning off? The Perfectionist. All we know right now at this point, and the show's creators did not have anything to do with the timing of this. They were working on this before the... Um, Operation Varsity Blues scandal, but mm-hmm. it's all about uh, a scandal involving college students doing whatever it takes to get into uh, the schools of their choice. <laughs> and he's like, you know, we've got great PR people, but we could not have. Yeah, you fall into that this. one. So they literally probably are trying to think of a better way to kind of promote that now yeah. in light of this news about Felicity Huffman and, <laughs> and Lori Laughlin, among others. Yeah. <laughs> To date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. On the way in your next Outsider around 7.55, Taryn Edgerton, who plays Elton John in the new Rocket Man mm-hmm. biopic, debuted the first 20 minutes of the film last night. Tell you about what that very picky audience thought. Sam, you recently said that, is it Jackson or is it Parker that's taking a foreign language? And, and you were like, why? They were taking Latin and you Parker's were... taking Latin. Okay. And you were confused about his choice to do that. I think he was forced to because he had however many years uh, of language immersion at the French school. So it's like, are they going to let him take French where he can ace it? <laughs> Easy. Yeah, they're going to make him take Latin. See, to me, it would be the other way around where he can continue to, you know, actually embrace and use the language. <laughs> I mean, that's How would you like I would that to be the dad to you know, walk I mean, into school and have an argument with you? Don't, don't they say if you don't use it, you lose it? Yeah. That applies for almost everything in life. That's a lot of things that applies for. Right. All the teachers and administrators should be glad. we've nev- Murphy has never walked into any school our kids have gone to to have that conversation because he's that person. The thing is, He will convince you to change your policy based on what he I, believes. I would just say that you know he's going to e pluris unum his French accent right out of his life. The, the people, the teachers, he needs to learn something new. Is the teachers thing. that taught Parker were straight out of France. You know, they came, they come over, they teach, they go right. home. See, right. you're supporting my case, Sam. <laughs> anyway, so, and this new school, I don't know that they are straight from France. So he so really would ace. He might have been knowing more than he would have run circles around those teachers, exactly. possibly. <laughs> okay, look, I bring it up because our Phoebe, who starts high school next year, has not taken her foreign language credits yet. She just hasn't done it yet. Yeah. And we thought, I always thought she would do French because she seemed interested in it at one point. I thought, okay, well, and she's picking out her schedule and stuff. She did not go for French. Guess what she is taking starting in all next year? Latin? No. Chinese? No. Spanish? No. Okay, I'm out. German? Oh! Well, yeah. that's cool. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited to watch her do this. I'm also nervous because I assume it's really difficult. I don't think anything, you know what I mean? I think it's probably going to be a challenge. Well, any foreign ex- language is a challenge, but once Some you, of them once are you understand bit... where they come from, sure. you can figure right. out languages. Yeah. She's always been super interested in World War II history and all of that, so that's where it's like, I want to take German. Well, the French were in World War II as well. Just telling you, okay? She's always been interested in the Germany, yeah. and the German aspect of it, and all, all that happened there. So that's why she's taking German soon. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll, we'll some of it will um, rub off on us at home. Right. I really like the chocolate cake that they make. <laughs> and you can be a big help, Marth. Isn't they also don't make perfect. the chocolate cake. <laughs> I know they don't make the cake. <laughs> Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, back to your pa- all of our parenting fails. Which one really sticks out to you? Have trouble forgiving yourself. 877-310-4MSJ. Heath, you're next.
We're admitting our parenting fails this week, and you can get in on it, too. Are we now? 877-310-4MSJ. Chances are your kids forget about it, but you don't nope. for some reason. Um, do you have one, Heath? Yeah, so uh, what it was is, um, you know, when you have kids, the your, your car seat, the back of your car is always a mess. Yeah. Yes. A disaster. So um, one weekend, it was a nice weekend. So I took the car seats out, you know, vacuumed out. I have a one of those four-door trucks. So I vacuumed out the back of my truck, yeah. cleaned out, vacuumed out all the car seat, you know, cleaned everything up nice and neat. So then Sunday, we go to get in the, the truck, and I buckle her in, you know, do that five-point harness, got the chest harness all yeah. set, everything's all set. We get in the truck to go. And the the first corner, when I start to turn out of the neighborhood, I just hear her in the back seat, whoa. And I turn around, and she's laying sideways. Oh. Well. I forgot to buckle the car seat back into the actual seat. Yeah. Uh-huh. The baby. Uh-huh. Yeah, Sam loves it. Yeah, I know. And, that's what, and the thing I feel so bad about is it's like, you know, it's kind of funny because, yeah, she's Whoa! Yeah. It's like if we had been in a wreck, I didn't have her strapped in. Right. Yeah. Like, I know. So yeah. Does she remember it? Is the question. She'll bring it up every once in a while. I don't know if she remembers it because, you know, the I told story. her the story or right. she actually remembers it happening. But, yeah, yeah, she'll remind me every once in a while That's the thing for me. Like, my biggest one with the ponies at the carnival thing, they don't... Re- she remembers the story, not the event. So mm-hmm. I feel like I whew, got out of that one okay because you don't want to hurt them, you know? <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's one of those learning experiences now, so it's like, you know, I always make sure yeah. that whenever I take the car seats out, well, they're old enough now that they don't have to have the full of course not. car seat. Yeah. It's just a little booster seat. Right. Well, thank you, Heath. At least you <laughs> leave the car. For you too, Sam, whenever you're strapping them back in, make sure the car seat is yeah. actually in there. Actually in. Yeah. Actually strapped. Whoa. <laughs> thank you, Heath, for the call. Uh, it, that reminds me, it wasn't really a parent fail as much as it happened when I was getting Taylor out of the car once. You remember this, Jody? She was little and loud. She was little, and it was. I think it actually might have been raining. And so I'm getting her out, and we had ch- changed seats and all that. And I get back in the car to pull in the garage. And as soon as I start to pull in the garage, I hear slam, the door slammed. I had left the passenger door open when oh. I pulled into the garage. Now, the garage closed it for me. <laughs> with quite Such the dent in the side. Yeah, I know. You, you did that sort of. One time I walked outside, and the, the back door was wide open i thought was she throwing a fit when you brought her in and you just forgot to close the door like good thing it wasn't raining that day yeah. <laughs> all right uh let us know about your parenting fails you never forget them you just don't 877-310-4msj coming up sam has music news i'll let you know why stevie nick said she wanted a cameo in this upcoming final season of game of thrones mm. sam's got music news uh, Fleetwood Mac was playing the other night, and uh, before they started singing a certain song, uh, Stevie Nicks says, you know what, I want to give a shout-out to somebody here in the audience who's here from uh, Game of Thrones. What? And she dedicated Landslide to the person. Took my love and I took it down. Who was it? Hodor? No. Hodor uh, in the house? Uh, turned out she didn't name the person so that the fans uh, wouldn't go nuts, but it was uh, Kit Harrington. What? Oh, was it really? Fact. Yeah, she said that. And wow. Oh, my gosh. She said that she was really hoping to get a cameo in season eight. She wanted to play Jon Snow's mom. So what? She gave him free tickets? <laughs> Jon Snow's mom is dead. Yeah, well, don't tell her that, okay? Because she's Stevie. Pay attention yeah, to the storyline. Maybe it could have been a flashback episode. It could uh, have been anything like that. Sh- no, that it, doesn't work. No, yes, it does. No, so, it doesn't. Because that's how we found out who Jon Snow's if mother was. Flashback. If you flashback, she has to be young. Well, like, maybe. Okay, she whatever. died young. Okay. But you know what? I mean, she could be pull true off- to the story, people. 
I think she could pull off a cameo. She's yeah. a fit for Game of Thrones. The way she dresses, that's her thing. That's why she's asking. Mm-hmm. She said that uh, Game of Thrones actually did help her out of a bout of, a de- a bout of depression years back. Wow. When, when her mom died. Oh. She said she was going through some terrible times and she that's big. turned on the first season. It was like, oh. <laughs> So that inspired her to start. She's actually written poems, apparently, about each of the characters. It's so huh. good. It's such a good show. That is wild, because the first season had the total opposite effect on me. <laughs> yeah, Murphy's I, I can't handle I, this much death and I violence. I found it a downer. Yeah. That was me. <laughs> Moving on. You know Stevie Nicks, yeah. babe. You see Lady Gaga popped into a Hollywood club the other night during jazz night and I sang heard. a little Sinatra. Uh, Got a clip of one here for you. Now, again, this is coming from the uh, phone video. She is something. I just I love the fact that she has the variety of performance skills like she be does. Be yourself you know? in all things. Gaga. Um, I don't know if you've heard about this one, Murphy. The Rolling Stones putting out a brand new compilation of their best hits. That's a no. big compilation. It's called Honk. Honk, honk. honk. And it's everything from 1971 Sticky Fingers to 2016's Blue and Lonesome, that blues album they did. Yeah. It's going to be uh, three CDs or four vinyls depending on what you want to do. And it's going to have a bonus disc of live stuff on there that they did with other artists. And I actually found one. They're going to have Dave Grohl, Florence Welch, Brad Paisley, and Ed Sheeran. I found the Ed Sheeran. What? Now, of course, on the CD, it'll sound a lot clearer. Because they didn't record it with a phone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But anyway, uh, look for that one later on this year. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music news. Really good music news. Yeah. Yep. Beth uh, is calling. She's got a parent fail too. 877-310-4MSJ. Next. We love to hear from you. It's easy to get us. Just call 877-310-4MSJ. You can hit us up on Facebook or Instagram. So, Beth, you have a parenting fail? So we have a really good parenting fail. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Yes. We were packing a moving truck. We were moving into our house we had purchased. We (laughs) told our two sons to go take their bikes and put them in the truck. Yeah. They proceeded to ride around and hit each other with the bikes, and the older one flew over the handlebars and hit his shoulder. Mm. He's 14. He came in crying. I put ice on it. Mm -hmm. I gave him Tylenol. We said, can you move it? And he moved the arm all around. So we said, okay, you probably just banged it. (laughs) Yeah. We're unpacking for the next couple of days, and he's still saying, Mom, it still hurts. Oh. So after about three days, Uh. I said to him, Michael, what does it look like? So he took a shirt off because uh-huh. at 14, you don't look at your son. And right. he took a shirt off and there's this huge lump in uh. his shoulder. Uh. And we realized he had actually broken his collarbone and had been walking around for three days with uh. a broken collarbone. Wow. <laughs> you felt horrible. I know it. Oh, I did. Oh, my God. I really did. And he had not really said much, just that it ached and he could move the arm. But when we went uh. to the doctor, he said, that's, that's normal for a collarbone. Wow. So they had to put him in his little collarbone harness. and <laughs> Poor thing. Yeah, I had to live that one down. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. You're never. That's real. No, he's 30-something now. Yeah. He still <laughs> oh, that's horrible. I'm sorry. You know, but when, uh, another thing, there's another element, just like Sam forgetting Jackson the other day. There was another element moving, which is yeah. huge. You're preoccupied. When there's something mm-hmm. yeah, else big that you're focused on. Give yourself a break. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now, obviously, it wasn't intentional, but that uh, that unnerved Man. me too. Actually, That's... it would unnerve me if it wasn't my child to see yeah. that. 
It's like the time Kevin's family left him at home alone. Oh, ha, ha. Okay. <laughs> that whole movie is a parent fail. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you. Um, 877-310-4MSJ. Give us a call anytime. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Murphy, I don't know if you noticed that I tried to sneak in some um, knockoff candy your way to treat your low blood sugar. No. Oh, you did didn't you? catch it, did you? No, I didn't. Excellent. Tell you about that next. Okay, Murphy, for everybody who doesn't know, Murphy, you are a type 1 diabetic, which means you are insulin dependent. That's right. You have to have, um, you have to give yourself insulin manually. It used to be shots. Now you have a pump. Yes. It's different than type 2. Wait, since when? Okay, stop. <laughs> it's different than type 2. Yeah. You know, type 2, you can usually take medicine and got control pump, it that got way. Got a CGM. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm hooked up different. and recharged on a regular basis. Yeah, and so we something we've had to do forever is keep... You have to keep stuff to treat with, to treat low blood sugar, blood sugar with, nearby. Yeah, because when you manually give insulin, there's always a chance that if you don't eat in time or you exercise or, you know, whatever. I mean, it's there's going to be, you know. If what? we exercise. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking, sweetie. But yes, so anyway, you, you need to be prepared. So what, the thing is, we've been married for a long time now. 20 so years. I know about. when I go to the grocery store, I usually, if I'm walking past the aisle with all the sugary drinks i'm like i'm buying something so he has something to treat with yeah lately it's been um swedish fish well yeah there the reason i'm switched to those is because they're easier to carry when you get on a plane you can't go through security with liquids so you know it's just it's portable it's there and i can keep them everywhere you tried sour patch kids for a while and i love those but they were tearing up your mouth or something well when you eat a whole apparently we need a whole bag of them at once (laughs) yeah exactly the the acid can eat away (laughs) so i'm shopping I was wondering why it's like, God, my tongue is killing me. Oh. I actually grocery shop. My sugar number is just great. I actually grocery shop the other day instead of ordering it and picking it up. And so I'm on that. How was that? It was okay. Mm. I was on the candy aisle and I'm thinking, let me get him some more Swedish fish. And I'm looking. It's like, there's so many options. I mean, don't you want something else? Right now, jelly beans are all over the place. Wouldn't jelly beans work? I don't know. I mean, I, I know how to count Swedish fish. You know, oh, what is I mean? that the deal? Yeah, I mean, it's I'm really, trying to spice up your well, life. It's just one. Two, I don't have to. They're, three. They're, they're not for my, you know, enjoyment. You know, I mean, they're not like, wow, man, I love Swedish fish. I mean, they're really for emergency use. I know, but wouldn't you like to enjoy it also? Well, I there's do also enjoy these it. little peach rings that you can buy that look really delish. Wow! I almost I'm going to be face no. down in the dirt yeah. one day because <laughs> I've eaten. Peach now she's rings. playing life or death here. No, Wouldn't the peach rings be better than the things that save your life? No, I'm not. I don't know what my deal is about variety, but I thought okay. But that's I did, sweet. I really. I mean, I appreciate it. It is sweet that, yeah. enough to treat a low blood sugar. How about gumdrops or circus peanuts? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I know it needs to be straight sugar. It can't be anything with too much fat. It's like a chocolate bar won't work because yeah, it'll got slow fat you down. Slows right. down. Mm-hmm. So like straight sugar like skittles and things like that Ooh. but anyway you know there's a knockoff brand of swedish fish <laughs> they're called red fish <laughs> and i bought them for you so Aww. i want you to try really? them and tell me if they're good uh, okay <laughs> sure coming up jody has your hollywood outsider tell you why rocket man the elton john biopic debuted but only for 20 minutes last night Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, you know, when you were telling us, Sam, about the new Elton John biopic called Rocket Man mm-hmm. coming out and starring Taron Edgerton, I was like, And he wait. actually sings all the Elton music. It's not right. lip syncing. Yeah, I didn't like that because I thought, wait, this is supposed to be about Elton, celebrating Elton's music, and I didn't understand that until I learned that Taron Edgerton is the... 
was the gorilla in the, the animated yeah. movie Sing. And, and what did he sing? Elton. Don't you know I mean, listen to that. Pretty good for a gorilla. I love that movie, by the way. That's one of my favorite animated movies to come out in the last 10 years. Matthew McConaughey, yeah. Reese Witherspoon. His, it's so great. The, I, All the to music. me, it was the secretary. I know, with the big eyes. Was she a lizard or a gecko or whatever she Maybe was? She it was, was a like, bearded dragon. She was perfect. <laughs> But yeah, this was okay. actually, this was a fun movie. And this is actor Taron Edgerton, who I guess proved from that point on that he <laughs> could sing and do Elton. So then the, you know, the project rolls around and the movie is debuting in theaters May 31st called Rocket Man. There are moments in a rock star's life that define who he is. Where there was darkness. There is no you. All right, so Elton John, 100%. John Snow. <laughs> Elton John, 100% involved in this, and apparently told Taryn from the beginning, "Don't mimic me. Just do it in your own style. You don't tr- don't try to mimic me." Mm. And those close to Elton say that he's captured it. Yeah, it's not mimicky, but he has captured it. And you understand this movie not only because of the subject matter and. You know, an interest, a really interesting life, but coming off the heels of Bohemian Rhapsody, we know that musical biopics can do big things at the box office, especially if they're about someone. You know, like the status this. of Elton, right? So, Taron Edgerton, along with a lot of others, debuted the first twenty minutes of footage from Rocket Man last night at the Troubadour Club in L.A., mm-hmm. which is interesting because it was the first place that Elton played in the United States. Oh. The first 20 minutes, surrounded by like music industry and uh, music journalists and all that, and everybody loved it. Oh, good. Rocket Man uh, in theaters May 31st. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Coming up in your next Outsider around 8.30, we'll tell you about the Pretty Little Liars spinoff and why it's perfect timing for it. When we're goofing around and we miss your phone call, you can leave us a message and we like that. Yeah. 877-310-4MSJ. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. 24-hour voicemail. Hello, this is for Jody. I would love to find out about becoming part of your book club. Mm. If you could just let me know, that would be very appreciated. Have a nice day and God bless. Oh, yeah. thank you. That is so sweet. Oh, Actually, we're going to need a major credit card for that. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like that. Um, I would love for you to be a part of my book club. I don't actually have people come over and we sit and talk about books. That's a real legit book club. Yeah. We call it the book club because it's just book recommendations and things that I've enjoyed and my friends have enjoyed and we recommend. So to be a part of our book club, the Not So Serious Book Club, <laughs> you just go to murphysamandjody.com and get the recommendations. Yeah. But That's cool. it sort of is clubbish because once um, we hear from you, like if you're reading it, like earlier today, Robin called and she was like, I, I'm, thank you for this. I'm reading it and I love it. Yeah. So you're a part of it, but we don't actually sit and... There's no dues. Yeah. But that's the best kind, right? Yeah. You don't have to make an appointment for it. It doesn't cost you anything. Read when you want to. It's the ideal book. That's that's the reason it's called the Not So Serious Book Club, right? (laughs) Yeah. Nice and easy for you. Yeah. And look, with, um, you know, springtime and summer is coming, I'm going to add some new stuff soon. I have a lot of girlfriends who are reading a lot of good stuff, and we're going to add those really soon. Cool. So thank you for that. 877-310-4MSJ. Anytime you want to jump in here. Always have fun later on today, too, so uh, come hang out with us in the After the Show podcast. Brand new episode every day. Not only can you get the entire podcast of today's show, in case you missed anything, but After the Show is something we only do online. 
So I missed a call from producer Bailey last night, and I thought, oh, please let it be your dog, Hank, who was found, and... It was. Yay! Yay. Did you even listen to the voicemail I left? Oh, no. Oh, well, there's just information about it. Just in case you didn't text me. Oh, I did. I'm like, I couldn't couldn't answer, but what's up? And Yeah. See, I should say, I really like that approach from Bailey, because a lot of people don't do that today. They call, they don't get you, they don't leave a message. But for time efficiency's sake, see, you leave the message, and then, you know, you can listen and like oh hey good yeah all right we'll catch up monday you know but yeah you didn't okay. do that so. <laughs> well what Man, the voicemail sorry. said since you didn't listen to it uh was I'm that i hank was found uh, directly across the street from where i live how long was he gone this time a week a whole week yeah yeah it was okay. a, it sounds like he didn't get far did he no he just went in circles pretty much was I mean, he starving uh no he honestly i mean i did feed him when he got home yeah uh but he wasn't he he had actually eaten the food that i left out for him that day so sneaky yeah mm. so he had been roaming the neighborhood and he came yeah. back on the last night what is your game plan for him going forward because you're gonna have to have mad game right yeah i mean it's uh, pretty much i mean this time he got lost while i was taking him out for a walk so mm-hmm. i first i got to get some new harness things and right. attach it to me instead of just like trusting my hand to hold it yeah um yeah unbelievable that's pretty much all i got for right now yeah. so just uh you know for my own research curiosity mm-hmm. it was your neighbor who found him yes how did he know to call you did he know because of facebook did he know because of signs or did he just know because you're his neighbor uh well yeah she she actually was she i'm sorry uh next door was the app that she said she okay yeah and i left my phone number on social media again yeah for all its uselessness yeah i actually didn't put out flyers this time right oh really okay and you found him faster. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Well, there you go, kids. Right. Use technology. So glad he's use paper. Yeah. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. I'll tell you about the Pretty Little Liars spinoff and why its timing is perfect. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Pretty Little Liars. Very binge-worthy soapy show. This time, you are smarter and you're stronger. It could be anybody hiding in plain sight. They want me to use a non-denial denial. They're doing a spinoff series, and they were doing it anyway before the whole Varsity Operation Varsity Blues scandal broke, called The Perfectionist. And no kidding, the series is about a scandal involving college students (laughs) getting into whatever college they want to by any means necessary. The PR people say, look, we couldn't have planned this, but we... uh, (laughs) We don't have to do much PR for it except to say this is what it's about. Uh, it doesn't star Lori Laugh- Laughlin, does it? Nothing stars Lori Laughlin right now. Uh, it's called The Perfectionist. We'll be debuting soon. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Sam always finds the new eats. He's the food dude. I found a great coffee deal here if you're you a coffee did. drinker. What is that, Sam? I so am. Burger King. Okay. Never had their coffee. Ah, well, they I have, have a, they have a new deal called uh, for five bucks a month. It's like a coffee club oh. for five bucks a month, right. and you download the Burger King app. You can go in once a day and get a free cup of coffee. Okay, so well, it's you $5 pay the five dollars, so it's five. It, it works out to like seventeen cents a day. Got it. For coffee. That's not bad if you're a Burger King. If you go to Burger King every day, yeah, yeah. 
Not bad at all. Well, I mean, maybe other restaurants or Starbucks type places will start picking up on this. You know, you pay a monthly yes. fee and you go in and you enjoy one cup a day. Yeah, or the a subscription couple of cups. service thing it works for businesses. It mainly. does. You, as a consumer, you have to know if you sign up for something like that that you really have to use it for you to get your money's worth. Otherwise, you're signing up for something and yeah, they and, gotcha. And it's one of those things where it doesn't roll over. So if you don't use today's coffee, it's not like tomorrow you have two coffees. Well, right. you don't build up a credit. <laughs> <laughs> I've had. 73 coffees here. Well, let's I get like the them today. Busload of people. And- Sam, I have discovered a smart speaker conundrum. Mm. You know, a little problem with it, whether it's conundrum. Yeah, whether it's Google or, you know, uh, Alexa, whichever you use. Since um, we use both, though, here might be the conundrum. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's these apps that, you know, do the white noise or thunderstorms yeah, or, yeah. you know, streams or things that help you go to sleep. I love those because they'll play forever, and I don't know, just kind of soothing. Um, the problem is, if Jody goes to sleep before me, and I haven't turned that on yet, yeah. no matter how low I speak to turn it on, <laughs> it true. wakes Jody up. I'm oh. like, you know, play fan sounds, you know, and then Jody says, oh, wait, what? Uh, so, yeah. And then I, I can't seem to control it from the app, you know, itself that goes with it, uh-huh. so I'm like, it's you okay. know. You know what? If I'm going to go to sleep before you, I should just tell it, I should turn it on, yeah. truly. Falls back on me. Yeah. I mean, I realize in the grand scheme of life, this is not, not a problem. problem. Yeah, it's not this, major. This, this, should be, this, this shouldn't even be something I should probably be complaining about. But there's got to be a way on the app to do that, I would think, to or tell online it quietly, or something. silent. I don't know. Hands. I mean, I, I kept myself awake all night trying to figure <laughs> it out. Thanks for having us on while you work. Come join us after the show. We've got another episode of the Murphy, Sam, and Jody After the Show podcast. And let's have a little family talk at, okay. After Yay. the Show podcast because we spent some time together this past weekend for St. Patty's Day. And um, I think there was some uncomfortableness that we need to address, really? Sam. It's my last time with let's you two. Let's do that. <laughs>